जय राधा काला चंजी राधा काला चंजी राधे जय गौरानीताय गौरानीताय जय गौरानीताय जय गौरानीताय जय जय प्रभुपाद 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 जय जय प्रभुपाद ताय गौर प्रेमानंदे भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायणम नमस्कृत नरम चरोत्तम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथो जय मुदीरएद नष्टप्राषु अभद्रेशु निगवत सेवया भक्तिरुतम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैष्टिकी कृष्णा वासुदेवाय देवकी नंदनाय चंदगोपकुमराय गोविंदय नमो नम reading from shrimad bhagavatam canto 1 chapter 7 text 41 atho petya swapshibhiram govinda priya saratahi nyavadetattam priyayai sochantya atma janhatan अथोपेतस्विभिर गोविंद प्रिय सारथी सोचा आत्मजानता someone wants to read ato petya swa sibiram govinda priya sarathi navadeyat tattam priyayai sochantya atma janhatan अथोपेतिभिर गोविंद प्रिय सारथी सोचंत्य आत्मजानता 
अतोपेत्यात्मस्वाशिबिरम गोविंद प्रियसारथी नावदेवम तत्प्रियायै संत्या आत्मजानहतान तोपेत्यत्वसंशिविरम गोविंदा प्रियसारतिही नावदेयतम प्रियायै तोचंत्या आत्मजानहतान अतोपेत्यस्वाशिविरम गोविंदा प्रियसारति ही न्यावदेयत्तत्तम्प्रियाये तोचंत्यजानहतान अतोपेत्यस्वमशिभिरम गोविंदा प्रियसारति ही न्यावदेयतम्त्यार्यी तोचंत्या आत्मजानहतान ट्रांसलेटरेशन अथा देरआफ्टर उपेत्या हैविंग रीच्ड स्व ओन शिबिरम कैंप गोविंदा वन हु एनलेवेंस द सेंसेस लॉर्ड कृष्णा प्रिया, डियर, सारतही, द चैरिटियर, न्यावदेयत, इंट्रस्टेड टू, तम, हिम, प्रियायी, अनटू द डियर, सोचन्त्यायी, लैमेंटिंग फॉर, आत्मजान, ओन सन्स, हतान, मर्डर्ड, ट्रांसलेशन after reaching his own camp, Arjuna, along with his dear friend and charioteer, Sri Krishna, entrusted the murderer unto his dear wife, who was lamenting for her murdered sons. Purport The transcendental relationship of Arjuna with Krishna is of the dearmost friendship. In the Bhagavad Gita, the Lord himself has claimed Arjuna as his dearmost friend. Every living, every living entity, uh, being is thus related with the Supreme Lord by some sort of affectionate relation, either as a servant, as a friend, or as a parent, or as an object of conjugal love. Everyone thus can enjoy the company of the Lord in the spiritual realm if he at all desires and sincerely tries for it by the process of Bhakti Yoga. ओम अज्ञा ओम अज्ञानाति मिरंदस्य ज्ञानांजन शलाकया चक्षुर उन्मिलितम् येनम् तस्मै श्री गुरुवे नमः। So, I mean, in the previous verses we have seen that Drona, uh, the son of Dronacharya was actually captured by Arjuna and bound by ropes and brought in front of uh, you know Draupadi. But what is important here is, as you can see, that Arjuna is very dear to Krishna. And as mentioned here in this in the purport written by Srila Prabhupada, that there are five kinds of affectionate relationships 
a jivatma can have with Bhagavan. That is Santaras, Dasya, Sakya, Vatsalya and Madhurya. These are five loving exchanging relationships a jivatma has. But because we have taken a material body, the jivatma forgets his constitutional position with Bhagavan. That he is the object of all worship and the object of all love, actually. And this is very nicely in a, explained in a conversation by the, in a discussion with Ramananda Raya and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Of course, it has been told so many times across in all the avatarams of Bhagavan. But one, one of the important conversations we see Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had was with Ramananda Raya. And tomorrow, as people may know, is the disappearance day of Ramananda Raya. So I will talk a little bit of Ramananda Raya. So, you know, Ramananda Raya was the viceroy of the east and west side of the Godavari River. And he was under the empire of Raja Prataparudra, who was in Orissa. And when Mahaprabhu, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, was setting on his tour in South India, he basically went, uh, you know, uh, performing his daily duties. And Sarvama Bhattacharya, who is the personal servant also, associate of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he requested him to personally meet Ramananda Raya. And Sarvama Bhattacharya tells Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that please don't think about him that he is a, just a normal govern, government worker. Because uh, Ramananda Raya is born into a family. Bhavananda Raya is his father. And he is born in a family of Kayasthas. You know, it is like a Shudra class. And he is serving in the government service. But Sarvabhama Bhattacharya tells Chaitanya Mahaprabhu very clearly that he is a person who is uh, very much devoted and understands the mellows of bhakti and the different relationships that Jivatma has. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, as you know, is Radha Krishna himself come to spread the ecstatic mellow of love of Prema. So that's why Sarvabhama Bhattacharya tells actually to go and have this conversation with Ramananda Raya. And, you know, so it so happens that Ramananda Raya, after doing all his uh, daily worship and everything, though he is in a Shudra family, he does all the regulatory customs which is required. And it then so happens that he decides to have this conversation, right? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu goes. Of course, immediately when Ramananda Raya sees this effulgent sannyasi, he can immediately understand he is not as just a normal sannyasi, he can see himself as the dark-eyed, hue-boyed Lord Sri Krishna. That's how his, his realization is actually. But externally, he understands that this is the incarnation Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has taken to come as Patita Pavana to spread the ecstatic love of Godhead. So that's how he decides to come and meet, uh, you know, in, in this conversation. Now, it also happens that in the course of this discussion, right, uh, what does happen also is, uh, you know, Mahaprabhu meets Ramananda Raya and he first asks him different questions. So, Ramananda Raya explains to him the four duties of a, in a Varnashrama system, right? As, you know, you can have a Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya and Shudra and also as a Brahmachari, as a Grahastha, as a Vanaprastha and Sanyasa. But then he starts explaining about you know, what is the real relationship, right? Uh, and interestingly, Ramanandaraya, when he sees Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he says, this sannyasi is as effulgent as Brahma Jyoti, 
why is he crying uh, you know uh, you know and all the other brahmanas are astonished to see ramanandara comes and embraces chaitanya mahaprabhu why is this uh, sanyasi embracing this uh, you know embracing the shudra this governor ramanandaraya is a scholar that's how externally people look but internally uh, there is ecstatic love of exchange in fact there are three most topmost devotees you know we can see in associates of chaitanya mahaprabhu swarup damodara uh, you know ramanandaraya is one of them so you know uh, he is a very close associate of chaitanya mahaprabhu and the discussion starts happening and that's why he explains every mellow of bhakti which is present right so some examples we can say in santarasa objects of worship like the flute of lord krishna who always accompanies him you know lord krishna is always with his flute he always wears his garments these are all santarasa in dasyarasa one example we can use is hanuman he is always serving lord rama he never leaves him at all he is always thinking in his heart if you look at sakhyarasa the covered boys of vindavana in fact there is a sense of equality between the love exchange between the gopas and krishna himself they consider himself to be equal like one of the pictures we see here right here or you know him in that over there where he is sitting and eating lunch right there is a loving exchange where they consider themselves equal as friends so in this situation uh, the the respect is not there all the gopas uh, are all spiritual associates from goloka vaikuntham you know they are not ordinary people but the loving exchange is that lord wants to take his pouch his lunch which mother yashoda packs for him they play and frolic i mean one can imagine a, you know seeing the site itself as these paintings as prabhupada said and many other wonderful people have uh, elaborated acharyas give a glimpse into the spiritual world of the loving exchange of bhagwan with his bhaktas and that is the beauty of sakya rasa too right where you know how when demigods used to see this they were astonished to see how the creator of the universe is able to just sit around in the afternoon grazing his cows sleeping under the trees and just eating that is the beauty of the the bhakti the essence of bhakti even as here it is mentioned that arjuna right there is a loving exchange between uh, you know Ar- arjuna and krishna himself krishna if you think about it taking the charioteer is a position of a servant <laughs> for arjuna there is a friendly relationship but if you think in a in normal sense a charioteer is actually a servant of the person who is who is owning the chariot so see this is that is why bhagwan has all six opulences and is detached from everything he is not attached to anything he is actually completely completely renunciate he can sustain all the spiritual world as well as the material universe independently without everything that is his potency but he also desires loving exchange with his you know with his <laughs> with the jeevatmas because we are all his children so that is the aspect and in order to execute these leelas and pastimes his associates come so ramanandara is one of them similarly as the gopas of vrindavana 
Arjuna also is a very close Sakha of Krishna. The loving exchange between them, I mean, we may have loving exchange relationships in the material universe amongst bhaktas and other people. And as Bhagavad Gita 15 chapter will say that the material universe is kind of a reflection of the spiritual world, which is having the three modes of material nature. So here you can see how Subala, Sudama, all the other uh, Sakas and Gopas of Krishna are enjoying their afternoon every day. I mean, this is all which happens in the spiritual world. If you talk about the Sakya Rasa, right? If you look at uh, Vatsalya Rasa, the love which Mother Yashoda has, then Ramanandara starts explaining about this. The Vatsalya Rasa which is present, right? There is, there is no aspect of respect there because just like here, a mother and father will feel for their child, Lord Krishna, the love is flowing continuously. In, though it is Krishna who maintains, like we know the pastime where uh, Krishna takes and eats mud in his mouth and when he opens and he opens his mouth and Yashoda sees the whole universe, we are astonished. I mean, we hear this, but imagine if we were to see into Krishna's mouth and you see the whole universe, even we will feel astonished. <laughs> so That is the, that is the uh, Adbhutam and the, the potency of Bhagavan Krishna. He can sustain the universe in his own mouth. <laughs> and though he is still so beautiful, as uh, as in Damodarashtakam we say, Muhus chumbitam bimbam raktadharam me. That his lips are so beautiful that Lishoda wants to kiss them. That is the beauty of Sakya Rasa. And of course, the final love which we see in, in Madhurya Rasa is the conjugal ex- uh, loving relationship between gopis and Lord Krishna, right? Which Srimadhi Radharani being the topmost gopi herself, who is constantly serving Lord Krishna. So these are the five things which, uh, you know, Ramanandara talks about to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And uh, in fact, actually, uh, in some su- in a summary, actually Chaitanya Mahaprabhu asks him some questions, right? And these are very beautiful. That what is the best education among all kinds of learning. He says, devotion for Krishna is far by the best learning. Now, the question may arise is, devotion, can it be learnt? Actually, it has to be practiced. That is why Prabhupada has used the word, or Acharyas would say, devotional service. Devotion is, has to be accompanied by devotional service. This is the essence of Vaishnavism and Bhakti Yoga. Right? Yes, you can do, there is nothing wrong. You can do Sravanam, Kirtanam. Meditation is also devotional service. But it is a service. And the purpose of service is actually, the result of the service is for his pleasure. Material service is for one's own benefit. Devotional service is only for Bhagavan's pleasure. That is the key. I mean, yes, in a material universe, we have to work, we have to sustain things, that is okay. But the object of devotional devotion is Lord Krishna. And the purpose of the devotional service is to give pleasure to his senses. In fact, uh, in Chaitanya, in, same in Chaitanya in Charitamrita, uh, actually, it is one, uh, there is a verse, right? We have heard this verse. Anya bilashita sunyam jnani karmadi anavartam anukulenu krishnanusinam bhakti ruttama. The most important thing is this, if you see what how Prabhupada has translated the, the meaning of this, right? 
is first class devotional service jablas one must be devoid of all material desires but the devotee must constantly serve krishna favorably as krishna desires <laughs> this is a very important point because we may desire which is okay but devotional service is to please his senses when because as we know when he is pleased everything else is pleased like the gopis their object of worship is lord krishna and is only to give pleasure to lord krishna mother yashoda only thinks about how how she can be dress her son in the morning before he goes what she can pack in his bag to go for these covered boys the sakas only think what food i have in my box which i can give to lord krishna to make him happy not what they want to eat <laughs> see that's that's a difference that is called that is of course the highest state they are they are nitya siddhas they are not ordinary jivatmas like us but this gives the glimpse of how we have to get ourselves and that the process is bhakti yoga and that's why every acharya we see even chaitanya mahaprabhu has expounded devotional service sankirtana is a devotional service chanting lord's name is a devotional service when we chant the hare krishna maha mantra it is for the pleasure of bhagwan yes purification happens because there are different stages of anartha nivritti has to happen and then ecstatic prema may develop but even when people are chanting once we come to that stage one should think about chanting to give pleasure to bhagwan shri krishna when that is given that's when because people ask the question that you know i chant i don't feel do as a service as krishna says in bhagavad gita himself right yat karoti yat karosi adasnasi yat juhosi dadasi yat yat tapasyasi kauntveya tat kurusva madarpanam everything you do do as an offering unto me so of course when we chant we chant guru's mantra and we chant chaitanya mahaprabhu's mantra and we chant hare krishna maha mantra but even other songs when we sing not just hare krishna maha mantra when we praise bhagwan when we think about him every doing service is to give pleasure to him his senses when that is done then automatically our love will start increasing more and more like the best example that is why you know why so many exam people ask these questions why so many leelas have to happen for us to understand so much if bhakti is important why gyana yoga is also important because our minds are conditioned because when we take a body we are mind we become conditioned and we think materially so only by seeing these examples is how we can understand otherwise the jivatma in its pure state doesn't need all this it is already a sachidananda vigraha as lord says it's an infinitesimal small particle but bhagwan is the object so as you can see so he, uh, he talks about you know that the aspect then he says what is the achievement of a living being chaitanya mahaprabhu asks he says the best achievement the glory is to take the post of servant of sri radha and krishna he says servant he doesn't say become direct associate he says servant ramanandya rai says is very important many people think that uh, you know in the five aspects of uh, you know that's why many devotees sometime may question oh uh, followers of chaitanya mahaprabhu should always aspire to be in the conjugal service well if that's the case then why krishna has sakas 
Why does he have Gopas? Why does he need Mother Yashoda? <laughs> right? He wants everything. And that is why the verse again in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, as in Chaitanya Charitama says, is that devotee should do as what Krishna desires. Yes, we may have our desires and eventually it will get purified and through a guru and sadhu and shastra it is guided correctly. And eventually one may come to the stage. But that is what is important, to give pleasure to him. And that's why if you see uh, Hanuman when he is serving Lord Rama, he is always thinking, what can I do to give pleasure to Lord Rama? Right? Even Vibhishana, if you see also Griva, uh, Jatayu, if you see Sita Devi, Lakshmana, always being by Bhagwan's side, serving to give pleasure to him. Yes, because Krishna is Sachidananda Vigraha, he will give natural happiness when, the, when, when a Jivatma sees him and he is realized. And that's why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu keeps saying to us that Cheto Darpana Marjanam Bhavamada Vagni Nirvapanam. I mean, I, we repeat this so many times, but it is so important Sishtashtakam to understand. And then, you know, if I were to relate all the loving, the five uh, relationships, why Tranadapi Sunichena, Tarodapi Sushna? Because a Sakha doesn't look down upon Srimati Radharani. Srimati Radharani doesn't look down upon a Sakha. <laughs> you know, because, oh, he is serving in this devotional service. He is a servant. No. Actually, as one uh, increases his level of devotion and the purity, you know, they start seeing they are all they are all required for Bhagwan's pleasure. That is that is important. The ego has to go away. But of course, because we are attached in a body and in material senses, there will be that ego aspect. But in 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 the spiritual realm of Goloka Vikuntam, there is no ego. The ego, the, the, to assist in the pastime, that is different. But that is that, that cannot be compared to this. There is no comparison. It's like uh, water and oil. They cannot mix at all. <laughs> so, of course, to get to that stage, one has to keep chanting and hear the pastimes. Then he says, which creature, uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu asks Ramanandaraya, which creature suffers the most? A devotee who is suffering due to separation from the Lord. As Chaitanya Mahaprabhu say, right? Yuga itam imishena chakshusa pravisha itam sunya itam jagat sarvam govinda virahename. That separation is what is the most difficult for the Jivatma. When we come to that stage, the hankering is always there. Is how can I be close to Bhagavan? How can I be close to his associates? Yes, we may be in our, uh, you know, and that's why Ramananda Rai is a very wonderful example because even though he was in this governor position, his internal consciousness is always thinking of what can I do in devotional service in Bhakti Yoga. That's why Bhakti Yoga, as we say, Shravanam Kirtanam, Vishnu Smaranam, Padasevanam, everyone is a service. Everyone, even chanting should be done as a service. Right? And, uh, you know, as uh, uh, you know, Vedic philosophy and Upanishads and Shastras have given a lot of different processes, you know, uh, and there is nothing wrong. You know, certain people may want to do certain uh, pujas or worship to, you know, achieve some aspect of material sustenance. This is all fine. But chanting of Hare Krishna Mahamantra should not be done uh, for material benefit. You can, there is nothing wrong if one wants to worship 
you know, because this is all given by Bhagavan only. You know, some people say they worship other demigods and shastras. Well, it is better than them worshipping some charlatan guru or something, you know, some crook on the street. <laughs> you know, that is the most important thing. At least they are worshipping a, a deity, you know. We say Vaishnavam Yatham Shambhu. You know, some people worship Lord Shiva, which is fine. It's okay. That's that They are at the stage which is good. Uh, you know, we, we are not supposed to denigrate or disrespect them and never disrespect demigods also because they are also servants of Bhagavan. But of course, coming back to devotional service, Bhakti Yoga and chanting of Hare Krishna Mahamantra should not be done for material desires. You can, you can pray to Bhagavan to remove calamities or difficulties. That is perfectly fine. But during chanting, one should not. The purpose should only be to do service to him. So, for example, like when you call someone by name, you know, you call them with love. That is how one has to chant. That is how you have to call Krishna. It's okay. Some people may chant more, some people may chant less. That's not the point here. It's whatever you can, call him with love. That is what is important. That should what chanting should become from uh from a uh, aspect of, uh, you know, a regulated regime to calling him with love whenever you can. Sakha, the Sakhas, I use the example today more about the, the Gopas. And they say, hey Krishna, you know, of course they speak in Raja, not in English, you know. <laughs> that's, the, that's the language they speak in Raja Basha. But, you know, uh, when they call, they are calling with love. That is a loving exchange. So, so then the next thing is, uh, what is the only thing Chaitanya Mahaprabhu asked to remember? Krishna's name, beauty and qualities. Uh, you know, which is the, uh, what is the best thing to hear, he asks. The loving pastimes of Sri Radha and Krishna. And uh, th- this is very interesting. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu asked Ramanandaraya, what is the fate of a person who has worldly desires and a man who desires liberation? He says, for the for the one who has worldly desires, he gets an animate body, like what we have, made of the five elements. And uh, a man who desires liberation, a celestial body, which is a spiritual body, which can only happen once we, you know, shed our mortal coils, right? And that's the realization which has to happen that the body is a temporary object, you know, and Lord Krishna is there with Guru and other bhaktas to guide us. But we also have to make effort to chant and do that. It is our own effort. You know, uh, yes, he will give us guidance, uh, you know, in terms of Shastra, Guru, which is present. But we have to make effort to reach out to him, to chant him, to do service. Whatever, as Krishna says, Patram, Pushpam, Phalam, Toyam, Yome, Bhakta, Prachayati. Whatever you can offer, do as an offering unto me. See, that is again service. The service for his pleasure. Right? Bhagwan doesn't look at, you know, when uh, he looked at Sabari, she was not opulent. He only wanted her love. That is all he wanted. He just wanted her love when she offered. That is the most important thing. When he looks at, you know, Sudama, he came with his chipped bag of rice. He wanted Sudama's love. That is what he wants. And that is what drives him to seek out us. 
And that is why he takes avataram. He says, paritranaya sadhuram. As I have said this, he doesn't say vinashaya sadhuram. He can annihilate everyone like this. <laughs> In fact, for we had Narsingha Chaturdashi, right? He could have annihilated Hiranyakashipu and all other Rakshasas with just external elements itself. You know, I know, uh, shouldn't talk about this, but today's universe, there is a there is a calamity that is ongoing, right? Uh, I don't want to comment on that, but, you know, Adhyatmika Bhautika Adi Dhaivika Klesha, right? There are natural calamities like cyclones and other things happen. And for him, when Pralayam comes, he asks his other, uh, other servants to take care of that, right? But to save his devotees, he comes personally. That's what is important. And to show the love. It is like when a, when a, a lion, a, a lioness wants to pick her cub, she picks her, she picks it herself by her mouth with love. <laughs> so that is the love which Bhagavan wants to show to all of us, right? Uh, then he says, uh, what is the characteristics of a bhakta and of a knowledgeable person? And when I say knowledgeable person, one should not confuse uh, uh, shastras or scriptures which are towards uh, Vedic proposition and understanding bhakti yoga, right? It's just general knowledge which we say a so-called intelligent person is like a crow who eats the, is like a crow uh, and eats the fruit of wisdom from the bitter neem tree. But the bhakta is like a kaku who drinks the nectar of love and that's what we should be also. We should try to aspire to drink this nectar of love and purify by chanting Bhagawan's name. Actually, in fact, uh, further, actually, in this in in this exchange between uh, Ramananda Raya and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, actually, we also see that Ramananda Raya, of course, eventually moved over to Jagannath Puri. You know, because he was in the different district, and he takes the permission from King Prataparudra and comes over to. Uh, you know, live in Jagannath Puri actually to assist in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's pastimes, right? And Ramananda Raya actually, you know, he ha- he composed this Jagannath Vallabhanataka where he used to perform these different kind of plays for Jagannatha in the temple. And he used to do this actually. And it was interesting because Ramananda Raya was associating with, you know, uh, there were those uh, women who were uh, participating in the plays in the Jagannath temple, right? And associating with them. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu actually sends one of his uh, uh, one of his associates to go say, you know, you go meet Ramananda Raya there. And when Rama, he goes to meet Ramananda Raya, Ramananda Raya is fully engrossed in preparing for this play for Jagannath Vallamanataka, where he is, uh, you know, associating with these women folk and everything like that. Of course, Ramananda Raya is a householder. But when he sees him, is like this close association uh, his mind gets a little perturbed and he goes back to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and says that, uh, look at, uh, you know, I was a little perturbed because I waited for whole day, he couldn't meet me, he's associating with these women folk, uh, you know, he had a little bit of doubt of character. Then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu tells him, see how how advanced Ramanandaraya is, even as a sannyasi, I should not go and touch and associate with any woman. And I cannot, even if I touch indirectly, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu tells him, my mind will get disturbed. But Ramananda Raya is so advanced that in spite of this stage, even if he is touching with this play and also doing, his mind is not even deviated. That is the stage of advancement actually. 
we should not imitate this. <laughs> this is a, this is a lesson to all of us. <laughs> and it's not about saying, uh, this is not to talk negatively about, you know, man or woman folk. It's not like that, right? One should not take it in that way. This applies attachment in general, right? That's the, that is the understanding of this. I know, unfortunately, sometimes when people say this, they think this is only attributed. No. In fact, one should understand in all Vaishnavacharya sect, in all Vaishnavacharya, uh, Vaishnava Sampradayam, the mercy always flows from either Ladini Shakti or Sri Lakshmi Devi or Radharani. So, women folk in our Vedic culture are given the first and foremost position. Uh, this should be understood, number one. Mother, woman folk are given the highest respect and only from them that love flows like Srimati Radharani, the gopis and everyone. Right? It flows through them. So, yes, unfortunately, uh, I think Prabhupada has mentioned in, others, in other purports too that the contamination in material universe happens so that uh, there happens the aspect of ego between, you know, uh, one gender and other gender. That is all material understanding and material conflict. That is unfortunately in today's world and Kaliuga which will happen. But we don't want to comment on that. But the, the most important thing is in that exchange which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has and explains this aspect of Ramanandaraya is the highest stage of advancement of Ramanandaraya. That doesn't matter which bodily conception we may be in, one should not be overly attacked. One, of course, has to take care of one's body to maintain that's all natural which is there. But one should not be overly attached to oneself because only when one is attached to one body, then the affliction comes, uh, you know, with an attachment to someone else's body. Like Jada Bharata, right? Once he took his birth, he didn't bother how he was looking, what he was doing. So one when one is not uh, one is not outwardly thinking about one's own maintenance and attachment, he will not be attached to other things. <laughs> so the best example I can give is this, right? A person who loves to eat so much only loves because he loves eating of the food. <laughs> just an example. I shouldn't say about prashadam, but it's just a very generic example I'm giving. So uh, so we can see the loving exchange with. Ramananda Raya and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu happens. And these are some of the key points actually, you know, which it's a, it's a huge, they stayed for many days and of course in the end, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu reveals his form as Radha and Krishna to Ramananda Raya, right? And so this pastime happens. So what is briefly explained in this uh, loving exchange is that there are different forms of devotional service and different relationships one can have with Bhagawan. But the end goal and object is to please him, actually. That is, a, that is the summary of, you know, in a gist, I've explained, and the process of Bhakti Yoga is Shravanam, Kirtanam, Vishnu. And by chanting Bhagavan's name, we can get to that stage of reaching there. But one should not chant Hare Krishna Mahamantra for fulfillment of material desires. Yes, you can pray normally to ask Bhagavan to fulfill desires. There is nothing wrong with that. But during chanting, one should not. Then there is no effect. <laughs> yes, you will have effect. Uh, I shouldn't say you will not have effect, but it will not have the desired effect which as a Vaishnava wants. That's what I would say. Because as we know that one can chant Lord Rama and Lord Krishna's name 
and still have purification. But how much is there, that's a different aspect because the amount of karma and anartha anivritti has happened, that has to slowly go away. So, I will just end today's class. Uh, as you said, uh, tomorrow is Ramananda's disappearance day is what we celebrate. But I thought at least to, since this shloka and parpat had the aspect of the five different relationships with Bhagwan and it relates to Ramananda, it is a nice thing to share. So, any thoughts, comments people want to share or questions? Okay. Vrandraj Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai Srila Prabhupada ki jai.